childhood memories When everything was as fresh as the bright blue sky Now and then when I see her face It takes me away to that special place Stay too long, I'll probably break down and cry. That was funny. Oh, 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 sweet child of mine. Whoa, oh, sweet love of mine. Yeah. We're back. Baby brother is here. Baby brother. That was, that was dumb. Say hi. You can see in the shot if you're watching us live because uh, the video was working. So I just let it rip because if it wasn't working, I wasn't going to bother. But you can see here uh, for Christmas, I got a lovely gift from a friend of mine that I just now found out a place for in frame. Jacob V Weekly on air for my dear friend Ellie in Denver or something. We have been writing for the podcast every day since we did our last episode at the end of July. I think it was July 30th. And we have just now gotten, you know, um, our wits about us. Guys, I did summer camps. It was crazy out here. Are we rolling? Everything's rolling. I love when everything's working. I'm, I'm just suspicious of it. I'm just suspicious. Um, first of all, absolutely. Uh, tonight, uh, is the kitten around fundraiser at the funny bone. I actually am officially a member of the board of people at Caddyshack now. Uh, it's a, it's a volunteer. It's an unpaid, uh, role there that I just want to help them with some planning for some future fundraising and endeavors and goals. So Caddyshack, New Hamill, Illinois. Um, the only thing we advertise on the show officially is uh, this small family-run nonprofit cat rescue. So if you can help them out, Caddyshack, New Hamill, Illinois. Um, the only way to support this show is on patreon.com slash Jacob V, J-A-C-O-B-V-I. We just did a solo piano date at the Heavy Anchor opening for my friends in the Defeated County, and that whole show is available uh, on Patreon, the whole set. I recorded it off the board and I brought it home that night and mixed and mastered it. So patrons got that immediately. Baby brother was at the show. Clay, how was the piano show? Oh, it was fantastic. What did you like about it? Uh, you know what? Uh, a couple of your songs that I've heard full band style uh, being played like in a different way. I really enjoyed that. That really makes me feel good that you would even bother to recognize that they're songs you've heard before. Yeah, I've been to a lot of your shows. But I've known each other. I mean, we've known each other for a long time. Long, too long. Yeah. Too long. I'm trying to wrap it up. Almost crazy um so that's uh available have you listened to it on patreon yet what is that the show i know you were at the show i know but i'm too embarrassed because the video i'm blocking it like half. no the no time. no. but it's it's just the audio on patreon oh that's good and so it, and it sounds really good that's good because I, I really ruined that video. that's true i was take i was recording video just in case the board recording didn't sound good or didn't work out and uh clay stood right in front of my camera the whole show like three quarters of it yeah he didn't know it was there yeah I'm bevved up, dog. Good. Do you uh, just throw a can? No, no, no. I have a bin in there. Oh, of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bin in there now. It even says the bin. That used to be the homework bin when I was a teacher. My kids would um, put their homework in that bin. And, and somebody it, at summer school one year made me a little thing that says the bin. And uh, I still have that. Now I throw Diet Coke cans in it when I'm doing my podcast. 
No Antics, a band that I'm in, has another new single since last time we did this. You got to find them on Spotify, Apple Music, No Antics. Um, We have music videos we produce and direct ourselves that are on our YouTube. We also have our first merch drop. The link just went live yesterday for um, the No Antics baseball tee, the first ever merch from that band. You can pre-order those. Pre-orders are going to be open for 30 days. Um, And uh, I'm actually managing all of that personally. So, um, yeah, hit up No Antics on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and find the link for the the baseball tee pre-order. They're going to be really great. They're going to be here before Christmas. So, praise God. Uh, Blinded by Stereo. Is also a band that I'm in. We have a record for sale. I sold a copy of the record at the piano show the other night at the Heavy Anchor. Um, people really like it. It's on beautiful, thick, 180 gram translucent blue vinyl. Sounds really good. We produced it locally with a really great guy and it's like uh, electric blue. It sounds amazing and it looks really good and it was a lot of fun to do. And we have dates coming up. Make sure to keep up with them. No Antics is playing Saturday. This Saturday, if you're listening to this live. Um, what is that? The seventeenth. This Saturday would be yep, yeah. Yep. At Music so. Record Shop, there's a show happening there between six and nine. Music Record Shop on Locust, I believe. And then Blinded by Stereo is playing Heavy Anchor next Friday, I think, the twenty third. And uh, busy, busy, busy. Uh, we have favorite songs on Spotify for the month of September. We've been cooking on that for a couple weeks. Jacob V's favorite songs on Spotify. It's a good list. It's a good list so far. There's some great stuff on there. Um, woo, let's just get started. Um, apparently, I was just thinking about this today because I had to type my phone number into something. Apparently, the 314 area code is going extinct or uh, endangered in that you won't be able to get new phone numbers with the 314 area code. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I don't really know what to say about that, actually. Um, I mean, statistically, it's proven to happen. The amount of 314 area codes left to give out is shrinking each day, and people with new phone numbers in St. Louis will soon be assigned a new area code, which will be 557. 557. I hate it. I really do. I don't, I really I don't, don't believe like it. in it. It's an affront on my morals. Yeah. I feel just, besmirched. It's going to be confusing. I feel bereft. It's like 636. Like Bewildered. I got something in my eye. You know what I mean? There is something in my eye right now. Um, so five five seven. Uh, we're living no. in a hellscape. I saw a handwritten poster on Chippewa the other day, right by my house here in lovely Southampton, St. Louis City proper, that said, "We buy diabetic test strips with a local three one four motherfucking phone number." Yeah. Why? How is it possible that that's profitable for you to buy cash for diabetic test strips on the street? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, the the economy. What about it? I, I think there's probably some people that probably can't afford some stuff. I don't know actually how expensive the test strips themselves are. So do you think it's like my mom just died and she had a whole barrel of test strips she never used so I could just sell these to this guy and he'll give me 50 bucks for them and I'll put her in an urn? That would kind of be like the ideal way to go about that rather than stealing or selling your own. Inheriting a fortune of test strips. That you're going to sell. That's the thing. We should write a movie like that. At Hampton and Chippewa behind the bank. That like. uh, Like the only way to feed your kids is to sell your diabetic test strips. It's going to kill you, but your kids are going to eat. 
That's sad. Why would you want to talk about that? I'm, that's like a movie Matt Damon would make. I can't see him in a movie about that. You can't see him. You in think the, Matt Damon? You don't think something a little softer? Um, I don't. I mean, that's what's topical. Uh, Mike Parsons doesn't want your student loan debt forgiven. Twenty-two Republican governors have expressed their disapproval of the debt cancellation in a letter to Joe Biden. Yeah, so, that's fucking horseshit. Yeah, well, we hate that guy. He's a he's the number one enemy of this show is Governor Mike Parsons. I really don't want to even. Talk if about I saw that him at the public. grocery store, I would, I would, uh, I I would shake my head. I would tickle that weird neck of his. Yeah, he's got a weird neck. Mm-hmm. But it'd be a hate tickle. It wouldn't be like a wouldn't be like a love tickle. It's different. Uh, Riverfront Times signs you've lived in St. Louis for too long. If any of these strike my fancy, I'll let you know. Um, wedding Mastacholi. Ooh, that's my jam. Shit, fucking. <laughs> oh no, shitty. Oh, midwestern fucking event pasta is my. Fa- I'll eat a whole tin of it. Yeah, a whole I'll one of those like aluminum three, trays. I'll get like three servings and I don't even give a shit. Oh, I'll fuck it up until until somebody stops me. I even like it cold. Big servings, yeah. You know, and then if you know the family, sometimes they'll just like give you some to take home. I think we've done that. Um. Okay, here's one of these is you God, know what sent me back. Sorry. You know, you know what question you're really being asked when someone wants to know where you went to high school. But what is that question? Can you repeat that? You know what question you're really being asked when someone wants to know where you went to high school? Like if you were poor or not? Yeah, that's that's how I always interpret it. It's like, did your parents love you or did you go somewhere sketchy? Ooh, if that's if that's the base behind that, that totally makes sense. Like, did you go to a nice private school, or did you live in a nice, expensive neighborhood, or are you just like, uh, are you uh, are you supposed to be digging ditches somewhere? Here's my whole thing about that question, though. Anyway, real quick, uh, the people that like ask you what high school you went to, and then you tell them, and it's not a big deal, but then they're like, "Oh, do you know this person?" Oh, and I was yeah. like, "Fucking maybe. I don't know. I don't remember half the people I went to high school with." Unfortunately, right. My ADHD is making me lose memories. It's horrible. I saw a TikTok about it. I'm devastated. Have you ever bumped into <laughs> former Mayor Slay? I went to uh, Mayor Slay's New Year's Eve bar, Mardi Gras bra, Mardi Gras bar, the Mardi oh, bar, no, Mardi Gras ball, Mardi Gras bar. Harder to say. Mardi Gras. Shut up. Okay, his Mardi Gras ball or whatever. It was Mayor Slay's ball. I remember I went to one of those. That was weird. I didn't like the vibe. There was that El Monstero cover, uh, fucking Led Zeppelin cover band. Yeah, and some lady with a very tall head fixture. It's fine. It was a. Uh, it was an interesting experience. I'm glad I had it. Yeah. Um. That's great. I love that. Wait, why were we talking? We were talking about Mayor Slay. What was your thing about? Slay? That was just one of the things you've been in St. Louis too long. If you run into him, I've never run into oh, him. Oh shit. We're still on that list. I thought yeah. you moved on. <laughs> no, no, no. That was just stuff in that list. I've moved on now. Okay. But I saw light of Crusums at the goddamn Richmond Heights schnooks. Gross. I know. I know. I hate that. Schnooks. She had like a bodyguard, but maybe, maybe not her husband, older guy. That's interesting. Jessica Clark is being asked to resign from the Rockwood School Board after apparently doing like some kind of stand-up comedy at an event hosted by a local conservative talk radio where she repeatedly uses and defends herself using uh, the word and calling parents of disabled students libtards. A woman of color doing stand-up saying libtard over and over was the kind of gist of the clip that I watched and uh, was it was a weird juxtaposition of things. Yeah. 
that's not that's not acceptable it's not it's, okay it's not good and it's a it's troubling and uh i don't know maybe that she connected that uh libtard includes you know part of a word that is maybe inappropriate for someone in her position to use maybe inappropriate also, for all people in to reference use. to parents of disabled children yeah. which is just a strange way to use that i don't know yeah, yeah. that was that's that's dumb. well and that's a troubling place oh sure the southwestern county school districts have a lot of toxic ideology that kind of fuel them driven by kind of the original uh uh like chamber of commerce types from those regions even before the intensity of the uh suburbanization of them so there's a lot of mike parsons type dudes out there kind of running things even though we think of them as like the normal suburbs now it's still south county guys you got to be careful. You got to make sure you got to look into the ideology of the superintendent of your school mm -hmm. that your I, kids go to. Conveniently, you make, I study that topic quite often. You want to, if you're going to send your kids to a school district, you want to make sure that the superintendent hasn't publicly said or done anything that would bother you. I, I, I actually don't study that topic. I was trying well, to you don't have children, but I'm saying <laughs> if you, if you crank a couple out, you're going to pick a school, make sure that you kind of like, like the vibe at least. What is the best school district in St. Louis area now? Is it Limburg? No. Is it, uh, it's, I mean, it's, um, is it Webster? That's probably up there. I don't think that's number one. I think Clayton does really well. Oh, I'm sure them and Ledoux probably. Ledoux does pretty great. Ledoux. Kirkwood always does great. Yeah, sure. What is all that noise? Something's vibrating. In the house? Yeah, it sounds like it's over that way, like towards uh towards your window. Is it a fan? Um Is there like a radiator or something back there? There was some there's some stuff that was plugged in over here that maybe could be humming, but I thought I feel I seriously felt like there that we were taken off into space. Like a vibration? That's yeah, good. that's great. Good, 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 good. I'm hoping it was like heavy construction happening just outside my window when I'm trying to do this. Well, moving on. Oh, God. So um, look that up. Jessica Clark Rockwood. Um, uh, uh, good for her. She'll probably get a promotion in a shittier district where people care a little bit less. That's probably what will happen. I have a lot of trauma from my work experience. You do. It's crazy. Mm. But I, what, I, what I witnessed, mm. what people get away with. Mm. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. minor forcibly taken to notorious agape school or agape school in Missouri. I don't know how to say that. A G A P. Mother arrested after the unlawfully detained minor endured seventeen hundred mile drive in handcuffs. So they like abducted him and like like took him to this school as like, probably as some kind of a punishment. He was probably doing something. And apparently, this place is notorious for this kind of thing. Like, it's kind of like a boarding, like rehab school, but it's really questionable in their like behavior or something. Jesus, yeah, that's a whole lot. It's a nightmare. People are still doing that. That's what I'm saying. Missouri guys, kids, Missouri. Are, kids are being snatched up left and right. It's horrible. just remember where you're at. You got to be careful. You got to watch out. You want to talk about that other one that we were talking about earlier? Which one? The one with the girl that got uh, kidnapped. Yeah, then... you had a couple things you Goodness had sent me. Gracious. Well, um, let me pull up. I got one of them. Well, here. that's not even the one that I sent you. You sent me a couple of things. But in reference to people didn't take place against their will, this girl's being charged $150,000 or something, or fined that as like. Trigger warning. Yes. Uh, and they're fining her or whatever instead of like sending her to prison for murder for killing her rapist. She got abducted and raped multiple times, and then she got a moment and she took it and she killed him. 
and now she's got to pay money to his fucking family. That's crazy. Yeah, that's just some it's, weird I mean, fucking Here's shit. my thing, and I think you were saying that there's some... I wish I had the article. That there's some um, question about... Like, she stabbed him a whole bunch of times, but doesn't that make sense to you? I mean, if I was raped multiple times... Well, I, and you don't... I mean, if you're in that situation, you seize that opportunity to defend yourself, it's like, I don't know that you're going to just stop until you know for sure that, you know, you're safe. No, yeah, and I'm, you know, obviously there was anger and emotions and all behind that as well. Well, sh- just survival. understandably. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. But so, the, you know, yeah. if she stabbed him like 30 times, she stabbed him like 30 times. I don't think that's all worth all this bullshit. Ooh, but I found an update on that just like a few minutes ago. What? Uh, someone did a GoFundMe for her or something and raised like $330,000. Well, I would have thrown her 20 bucks, but she hit her goal. So she, you she, know what? So like a salam. <laughs> what? So like a salam, brother. Shabbat shalom. Glory to God. Yeah, okay all right um what was the cnn thing was i think uh oh you were talking about the thing from south korea no hold on because that's a really interesting thing um newly obtained surveillance video shows fake trump elector uh escorted operatives into georgia county's elections office before voting machine breach oh, i don't know that i want to talk about the election that already happened a thousand years ago, but this was a new story that broke. I mean, you could look that up. You uh, give I'm, a shit about that. Oh, mm. Don't, don't even give me I don't live in Georgia. Was didn't they do like a, they redid the vote in Georgia? Wasn't that what happened? Uh, they were d- demanding uh, some sort of a recount. Shirley Manson is fifty six, so I must be a hundred and eleven. Uh. Shirley Manson from Garbage. She did the world is not enough. The song. Oh shit! Did she really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I knew you oh, would know who she was. You dumb box crazy. of shit. Yeah, I just you know I'm uncultured. Oh, what was the other thing you sent me? The Safety Act in Illinois. This is great. That's fucking stupid. Well, so here's what's happening. The Safety Act in Illinois is a prison bail reform. Go- uh, I don't want to. I want just the. Um, so what they're doing is n- non-detainable offenses, aggravated battery, yeah. aggravated DWI, DUI, aggravated fleeing, arson, burglary, drug-induced homicide, intimidation, kidnapping, robbery, second-degree murder, threatening a public official. What that means is they'll book you for these crimes, but they will not hold you for bail is what I understand to be the intention. And it's, I'm assuming an attempt by the legislature to uh, to address the issue of cash bail being, you know, an insensitive practice or whatever. I think this is an interesting collection of charges, though, to uh, start I mean, with. Was it chemical induced homicide? Drug induced homicide is one of those. That's crazy. So it's I like think what happens degree, second degree murder is one of them. Like if I, I smoke that, a bunch yeah. of crack and I kill you, they'll lock me up, book me. They'll let me clean up a little bit and then they'll let me go and I'll come back for trial. Yeah, that's a whole lot of dumb. I don't know, actually. You know, I don't know how I feel about the prison system with all that shit. But it's just kind of like we'll just encourage worse behavior in citizens uh, if they want to. Well, like I don't know. Really, what it needs, what need the correct use of prisons is supposed to be for a small percentage of your population that are too dangerous to be left on the street, etc. Now, the problem is too many of our population were included in that percentage so they're really trying to readjust because if we just put everybody in prison for a crime that they commit 
um, we're going to fill them up too quickly. So I think they're trying to reprioritize, making sure only the most dangerous people that actually need to allocate those resources for imprisonment actually end up doing so. Now well, that in Illinois is broke. It's a broke ass state. Right. And yeah, certainly. A re- yeah. But so, I mean, part of the problem is, you know, there's got to be some, some way where we don't have to just fill up our jails every weekend and hold everybody there until somebody puts up the deed for their house to let them out until trial. Like what if I just think it's a weird list of categories to start with, but maybe they've already decriminalized other things to the point where non-detainable offenses would only include things that are questionable like this. Oh, that's exhausting. Just thinking about it. And like, it's going to cause a whole bunch of shit. I guarantee it. Oh, it's already, I mean, it's going to be just a big old increase in shit. It's going to, wow. People are calling it the purge. Yeah, I don't know why they're calling it that. It's not really like that. Here's my thing. It's, people are going to say, I would, the drug-induced homicide thing is definitely the most interesting to me. Because how do you prove that a homicide is drug-induced when the difference is letting someone go f- without bail until trial or making them post bail before trial? You know what I mean? Like, how do you determine um, drug-induced? homicide but how do you determine that a homicide is drug induced because that's the difference like if it was uh, just ev- homicide ev- they would they would lock you up they would evidence po- of uh poisoning and like the autopsy i don't know but that means like you could like poison your spouse's food you could like i mean maybe they deserve it is that what that means but it's like i don't know well, i thought I it meant like that or, i thought or it meant like incidental overdose i thought drug induced homicide meant that i'm on drugs and i kill somebody Oh, I was, I was, th- I was playing that in my head more. Like you were thinking, like they, drugs. no, I don't think if you're sober and you kill somebody with drugs, I think you're going to stay in the jail. So this is literally homicide committed while you're fucked up, while the killer is on drugs. That's well, that was just my assumption. Not how I was understanding that, but that totally makes more sense now. Doesn't mm, it? Good God! I thought they meant death by poisoning. That's what I thought they meant. Um, so that's all happening. Death by poison. Then. Um, Capital Records severs ties with AI rapper FN Mecca after N-word backlash because none of his creators are black. But isn't he black? Didn't he like come out on like TikTok or something and like be like the AI rapper? I believe his illustration is often uh, depicting uh, black. Yeah, sure. No, who voices him though? It's AI. I don't. I don't know that it's, it's completely actually, AI. Isn't it's not it just like somebody that has like an avatar that they have on a computer and they just like use that because they don't like showing their face that much. Yeah, I don't think it's a voice actor that said it. It's the AI is generating the rap. But his. Um, but what's his? Uh, you're asking like what's his? I thought there's someone that used his like he was the voice of this rapper, blah, blah, but it's all like a digital creation as well. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah, the, I was the character, scrolling. I don't know. The character is definitely black. Well, yeah. A statement, the record company issued an apology to the black community for not asking. The problem questions. is that the writers aren't and that that's the big issue. Right. Cause it's just like, can't write that stuff. You know, oh, his Instagram went private. His recent single got taken down. <gasps> that's upsetting. Um, do you want to talk about that thing in South Korea? 
according to Genius News' is Jacques Morel, those tracks were reportedly voiced by real-life rapper Kyle the Hooligan, but the artist did not go on to confirm... Oh, not go on record to confirm his contribution to the songs. Who is Kyle the Hooligan? If Kyle the Hooligan is white, I'm upset. I really can't tell. From oh, Kyle name. the Hooligan is not white. So, not that that makes it okay for you know a team of white AI um, contributors to profit off of a cartoon using the N word. But yeah, that could put a bad taste. But nope. I mean, if it was the black guy's, if it was Kyle the Hooligan's voice contributing it's maybe slightly less terrible i it better not they better not have some white kid up there saying it they better not oh i hope not i, I, why, I for their I stumble sake across those videos of young people trying to rap and no, it's like hold on don't do no, that no no, no, no please no, don't no, 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 please, please don't please don't say the whole thing ozzy osbourne swore off acid after talking to a horse for an hour like is this legit that is a story he told. He's doing something. He's he keeps well, he's popping got, off. He's got Parkinson's, so everybody's trying to live it up like can. So, you, but he's like, yeah, he's doing like the Quincy Jones thing, like just saying weird soundbite stuff for people all the time. He must be planning something. But he also uh, isn't, isn't he moving? Didn't he say he's moving back to England because he doesn't want to get shot? Because people are shooting everybody out here. He has like a humongous property out in the middle of the woods. That's or the thing. You'd have to be a good shot to hit Ozzy Osbourne from the street. Yeah, on his property. no one's gonna approach his <laughs> his his home. No way. He's, He's scared. Right English people are English people. In my experience, are more afraid of guns than Americans. And he's got Parkinson's. I I know an English guy, and he's like physically like has a physical reaction when he sees even a gun on a police officer in a quick trip. Like he gets upset. That's so interesting, but they are definitely not as exposed to that just on the day to day. But they, the Osborns own guns on on the Osborne show that we used to watch on MTV. They had that country house, and Jack and his friends would shoot guns when they weren't supposed to. It happened all the time. Yeah, but that probably you know made Ozzy mad anyway because he was probably a little bit more sensitive about it. Yeah, um, Ozzy. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences will formally apologize to Native American civil rights activist Sachin Littlefeather for her treatment at the 1973 Oscar ceremony. During the now historic evening, Littlefeather took the stage in place of Marlon Brando and, at his request, declined his award, using the time to instead draw attention to the stereotyping of Native Americans in films and TV, as well as the South Dakota Wounded Knee protest. Instead of praising her insight, the audience and individuals backstage booed and heckled the activist who was later threatened with assault and arrest jesus so and then the academy is just now apologizing 49 years later that that's very upsetting but i'm glad i'm glad they waited for everyone that was there to be dead and then they apologize because it's not a good look moving forward and when we're going to be awarding you know um awards to a bunch of cgi superhero movies that white kids make um I'm glad that we can have this off our conscience. <laughs> you would recognize the screenshot if you look this up, because you would recognize that she's a not Native American lady in a traditionally, uh, as to be expected, Native American sort of uh, garb, you know, feather and whatnot, some sort of a traditional thing. And then she, you know, that's horrible. Marlon Brando her. was upset. And he, tried, you know, I'm okay with Marlon. Oh, Brando. is this He's, the whole thing where Marlon Brando had the lady accept the Oscar for him? Right. Or I just described it? all this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a completely different story. No. And so, um, well, good. They're, they officially apologize 49 years later. 
49 years. Uh, I keep hearing some rumors that HBO Max is in trouble again because they're merging with Discovery Plus or something, but I really think HBO is going to be okay, especially with the Game of Thrones thing. HBO is the original premium content. They we, also own uh, DC. Right, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, they're going to stay alive. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is whether or not people give a shit about monopolies. That's the more interesting issue here is uh, as because obviously streaming is overly fragmented right now nobody's making any money and um shows just aren't getting watched because they're all behind paywalls that people aren't interested in so this merging is going to happen but you know i don't know uh, i don't know how the streaming platforms start making money because to get the premium content it's expensive i don't really even know what discovery plus is bringing to the table i'm just gonna say it oh but whoever owns discovery plus I mean, that's a, it's probably, they're merging. It's like an umbrella of... Yeah, I think they're marrying up. I don't think that they're going to hold their own on when it comes to the comparisons there. HBO's got some good shit. Well, that's the thing. Did you watch the, la- the last season of Barry? No. Oh. Magnifico. Also, they got good movies on there. They got movies on there you can't find on the other streaming services. Fuck Netflix. I'm so sick of Netflix. Yeah, I've been watching some Netflix, but I get so sick of it. Yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, do I want to watch something dumb that I watched maybe 20 years ago? Or do I want to like watch this show that looks boring? And it's just, yeah, I'm so fucking sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like HBO has a really broad spectrum of good well, content. Well, and HBO content's been good for a really long time. I mean, they got stuff on there that you forgot existed. I mean, right? when we were kids, the the most talked about TV shows were HBO. Oh, yeah, but that was when it was like a, a just a channel. Well, before it was a channel, it was like a separate box you would attach to your TV. It was like its own platform before that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Like That's er, wild. Like before it was just Oof, integrated into cable. Yeah. It, well, yeah. No, it was. It's a, I don't. That's a weird way to use that. Mm-hmm. Q Lazarus, cult favorite behind Goodbye Horses, who disappeared for decades, dead at 61. That is very sad. She was working on a documentary about her life and... Uh, died sort of suddenly i don't think it was covid related i think she i think she had like a chronic lung condition if i if i remember correctly she was like a bus driver for a long time she never actually ended up doing an album she just had those few songs that were in that guy's movies poor thing i know r.i.p 61 yeah we've celebrated her on the show before and uh now she's dead and i just uh i want her to know that i love her music and um I'll see her soon. No, you won't. In the ether. No, you won't. You got, no, when you got I, more time. When I meditate, I mean. Don't you tell me. I meant when I meditate. I didn't mean I'm going to die. Good. I meant I'm going to. I'm going to. It would kill your mother. Oh, I know. I, I know. You can't do that to her. Speaking of uh, poor, this guy's poor mom, uh, Ezra Miller, what's going on? Jeez, I don't know. This whole past six weeks that we haven't done a show, every other day, it's like a new thing about, he's got like culty like communes all over the world that he's like in charge of which i i don't even know why he has time for that but apparently the flash is still on that's still happening what there's no fucking way the, the, he like pulled it together to go into warner brothers and talk to them and like uh but then he's like yeah he's like going on tiktok and like threatening specific branches of the kkk and there have been allegations that like he like punched a lady at a bar and like Ow, shit. In like Europe or something. It's like all over the Wasn't place. Wasn't it Hawaii? He was in Hawaii, but he was also in like Amsterdam or something and got in trouble for something. That's fucking weird. I know. Why is that kid so stressed out? I don't know. Well, it's got to be hard I to be famous, but, uh, but he seems like such a talent. 
and I just uh, he's obviously not adjusting correctly. Um, and uh, I hope somebody reaches out and touches that man's spirit. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna stop it, man. I hope they reach out and reach touch, out and touch that. He's actually, uh, they are actually non-binary. Or are they really individual? And so, oh, uh, I didn't know that. I just realized that after I said that. And so, um, just to correct that on the spot. So, and obviously, that's this is all you know, not because of any element of transition or identity, but it's certainly like he's he's uh, they are struggling kind of across the board with uh, adjusting to the new reality of their life, I think. And who knows, maybe he lost somebody, maybe somebody in his life died, that'll make you crazy. Maybe it's drugs, who knows. It's definitely some drugs, there's definitely some drugs around and mm -hmm. involved. Can't not be. Um, Marlogo got raided. Oh yeah, that's great. This has happened since the last time we did a show. Likely concealed and removed. Classified documents at Trump residence. What a fucking moron. It's just dangerous. I don't care what they were, it's unsafe. Just ugh. Uh, Steven, what a, a dingbat. Steven Seagal's trying to start World War Three. Uh, he's a Russian spokesman. Pushes the conspiracy that Ukraine's massacred themselves on Russian TV. Dude, I got, we got a picture of Steven Seagal on Russian TV. Look at him. Oh God, look, look at, at him. him. Like a look fucking, at him. It looks like a do rag on a rotisserie chicken. It really does. Actually, he, he has the same shape as, seriously, as the, the bust of the chicken. If you put Samuel L. Jackson's kangaroo hat on the turkey from Thanksgiving, that's what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> Not a little fatter. Pudgier. Yeah, Pudgy, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But he still uh, he still knows mind powers and kung fu. Oh, oh, he's been doing, he's been flying helicopters for 37 years. Yeah. And he can flip you with his brain. He will kick you in the neck. He's got the best hair plugs. Usually, he still he still wears the do rags. So he's always covering it up. Yeah, well, the, he, maybe they're maybe they're ratty. Man, Dallas town area teachers authorize a strike a week before school year to begin. Let's look at this. Oh Christ! What is this? I don't know where what this, is this is. Repeat yourself. Um, Dallas town area teachers authorize a strike a week before the school year begins. They reach a tentative agreement. Uh, our teachers have spoken loud and clear. Blah, blah, blah. This was before the first day of school, August 25th. Um, they had previously taken a wage freeze and healthcare concessions that saved the district money. Um, our members are not willing to take yet another cut in their overall compensation. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm so glad that everyone else quit the same time I did because I was quitting anyway. Yeah, it all just sounds really bad right now. But now, doesn't it? Does it seem like I'm not so crazy because everyone else is quitting too? Well, I mean, everyone's quitting all over the place. There's this thing going on right now with the railroad system. Did you hear about this? I did not hear about this. Uh, the railroad system, they're they're striking potentially tomorrow uh, because their contracts up with the union and they're getting stuff, you know realigned and everything and signing a new contract and there's renegotiated re yeah renegotiated sorry yeah sorry i'm just gonna blah, just going off memory here but um uh, no yeah i mean it was about like they they altered uh sick days and stuff but they didn't over compensation with pay uh sick days vacation days things like that they increase the number but they change something else they're being very specific about like time and stuff yeah and all these people are on call like 24 7 365 and you know i mean 
10 weeks of vacation and then like two weeks of sick leave or something like that yearly for these people that are on call 24 seven. Like that's crazy. So, I mean, they're kind of in the right to strike, but it could fuck up a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of moving of freight. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of things are probably going to be out in stores and prices are going to go up on some things. It could have goes a whole, a whole fucking issue. Yeah. Cause then the whole, you know, transporting of goods across the country is primarily, you know, plane and road. And that's just very complicated to make that the, mm-hmm. you know, the sole carrier. Yeah, that would be, yeah, we need the trains. We got to pay people for the trains. I've said for a long time, I think sh- shipping is probably too cheap, especially for how much we use it right now. Um, oh God. I feel like I was ranting. Was I ranting? No, no. I mean, okay. the, the labor thing is, I mean, you switch careers uh, during or after the pandemic. I, I did. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, actually into logistics. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, which is crazy. Cause you know, I didn't think you would want to do something like that. Uh, I enjoy it. I'm glad. Yeah. You know, there's the good days and the bad days, but mostly good days, mostly good days. Yeah. Um, I've been really thinking that this is something that I need to share that I've been really working on for myself. Like, uh, that the idea that things can be good and a lot of things are good in spite of ever surrounding evil all around us. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like we can have really lovely moments and experiences and relationships, even though there's so much bad stuff. Well, I mean, you got to appreciate what you got. Everything's horrible all the time anyway. Yeah. And I've really felt like that since nine 11 and maybe that's my generation bias. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just uh, the, 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 all the numbers are fucked up. There's too mm-hmm. many people on the planet. A lot of things are based on like greed and like capitalism and it's horrible. And it's just kind of like, really, do you want to look at that? And let it ruin your day, or do you want to go home and have dinner with your wife? With my wife, my wife, my wife. <laughs> um, and like for example, you know, people are alleging that Trump could try to start some kind of civil war with the stolen documents he stole, and then you know, hit or whatever. Uh, I'm just gonna, but I had I'm a really, I had a, I had a really good chicken sandwich for dinner. That chicken sandwich was beautiful. It was cooked perfectly. It was oh, the one from uh, the Burger Eight Hundred Nine. It was so lovely that um, Trump can't take that from me. What kind of chicken sandwich was it? It was a grilled chicken breast that had been marinated in in like a like Frank's Red Hot, and then it was on Mm. a Red Hot Riblet dusted brioche bun. Cool. And I went deluxe: pickle, onion tomato lettuce you got it. there was pepper jack cheese and i had the uh sriracha avocado ranch with that sweet jesus and then they have a the ken's steakhouse honey mustard which is a premium honey mustard that i do with the fries is like two dollars i don't know they hook me up there i'm joking I, uh I, so I did you get fries or onion rings i always get fries have you had their onion rings oh they're very good they are very good if i'm not super hungry instead of doing a sandwich i'll do fries and onion rings i was on spending I, w- I was spending an unnecessary amount of money there when i worked at bluewood yeah it's good and they, it's, yeah it's i always get a discount purpose. and uh and i went there last even though i wasn't hosting trivia last week because i had to play that gig at the heavy anger i went there and had dinner beforehand nice <laughs> that's funny because what else am i gonna eat it's what i eat on thursdays uh, we didn't talk about that i saw you that day um maybe i should run for president Oh, you don't want to do that with like, maybe like big, like teacher coming back after having a substitute energy. Ooh, that that's aggressive. 
I think that's what the isn't I that just, what we that fucked me up just now. Oh my god! Don't we need somebody that's going to come in and be like, guys? I was gone for a week. What have you been doing? Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if that could get handled in some way. But and uh, it doesn't have to be me. But if somebody could run with that energy, how old do you have to be to run? Thirty five. Thirty five. I'm oh, thirty one. No, you're you're getting, you're getting there. I could do what's after twenty four? Twenty eight. Mm. Yep. I mean, twenty four is going to be next. I say we start the grassroots. Oh my God, you're, then, you're you're gonna have so much content online for them to use against you while you're running. No, I stand by everything I've ever said on this show. This very podcast could be brought up no. and saying it's controversial because no. uh, you, you know, know what? Well, 15, 20 you minutes ago, we were talking about rape. I wasn't. I you brought it up, and it was a headline, oh, and we're advocates right. for that victim. Just people can hold stuff against the media can twist shit around on you so quick. I didn't even make a joke about that story. I was running for governor last week, and then you know what happened. They pulled up one of these. They pulled up one of my Facebook posts from 2013. Oh. What did you say? No, I'm, I'm just joking. I don't know. You ever have uh, Facebook memories and it's just kind of like, you posted this. And, you know what? Some and you're d- like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Early was I, was on, I having a hard time? Yeah. Early on, there were things I had tweeted or posted on Facebook that I wasn't proud of. That it obviously yeah. were underdeveloped. and But never in a way that I felt like was like super, like, I mean, insensitive just more um just there's words we don't use anymore and you say some dumb shit in your early 20s you know and we had access to posting that shit just what were you feeling today on facebook oh my god but now that time hop has allowed me to go back and delete some of those things i currently as of this date stand by everything you can find by me online I really should do that. I really should go through and clean the system. I mean, I've n- I probably never said anything bad, but like, that would be the worst. Kind of like like sad open. If I ran for president and you were like my Hunter Biden, and they and they were like this dude used to drink Malort in Kansas City and he punched my grandma and I'm like whoa 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 that might have happened. I don't know why I had Malort in Kansas City though. Well, last time we were in Kansas City together, we had Malort. Is the only reason I thought of that. We no, we were in Chicago, weren't we? We also did that in Kansas City. I remember Malort being in Kansas City. What's the other thing that's like that? But then again, like the two times or three times you came to visit me out there, I, I think I got really drunk. All we bombed times. out, sister. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was Nagasaki. That, that last one with Record Bar was kind of crazy. That Record Bar night was nuts. I still have scar tissue in my liver from that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're like shrapnel. You know what I mean? Um, Have you noticed this? That uh, I really feel like a lot of a big swath of like white cisgendered men are really lost right now about what they're just like culturally i just i don't feel like they know what they're doing or what they're supposed to do and and they just seem like they don't know how to talk to people like there are these vagabonds that i sometimes see at the heavy anchor who um are some great word i love vagabond and they're like they're good wolf mother song they're there alone and they'll just start talking to anyone that gets near them about whatever they feel like talking about, whether or not they know that person or that person has any like interest in that topic. Some guy was there at the show and he was telling the bartender all about he wants to design an app. And I'm like, this is like, I'm waiting on a pizza and you're talking about what kind of app? I don't even remember. Like some kind of, I don't know. You got to remember. You got to remember a little bit of it. I want to hear. I want to hear this guy's pitch. I was trying to get away from it. I was I was doing my Tourette's thing where he was talking and I didn't like the vibe. And so I was like, uh, oh, uh, and then you twitch. No, no. <laughs> I see, I've seen you twitch. <laughs> I do this to myself, like at that volume. Like, oh, 
and he's going on like well what if the app you could link up with locals and you could like meet up and then everyone would already know all the stuff that you needed now see if you applied one good topic to that whole base that you just gave me right there that'd be a wonderful thing i would totally i I would invest can you um while i go pee can you talk to me about apps oh that is a horrible topic to leave me on can you talk to to me about vagabonds at the heavy anchor I mean, I, I like going to the heavy anchor because you do see a good variety of people. So, but what do you notice about like but, people that like don't know where they fit in? Well, there's a lot of people in the world. A lot of people probably don't know where they fit. Sometimes people have the, uh, you know, the money to finance moving to a place, and like that's great for them. But sometimes they don't. So sometimes you get weirdos, and sometimes you get people that crash on couches or sleep in their car and bounce around and figure out a situation to shower every once in a while. And, you know, they're trying to like save as much money as they can. Cause they aren't as uh well off, I guess, unfortunately, you know, it's kind of shitty. There's not a more even level of distribution and all that kind of shit, but it's fine. I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not fine. This is this is a weird topic to leave me on, the vagabond thing. He'll be back. It's fine. But also, Vagabond by Wolfmother. Good song. I like that whole album, actually. And then, uh... No, it's just, actually, I've met a lot of nice vagabond-type people. There's this one guy specifically that comes to mind, and he's fucking great and authentic. And I'm like, you know what, man? You enjoy sleeping in your car and doing whatever you're doing. He's a good guy. Is it uh, Crazy Mike? No, no. Jesus Christ. No, it's not Crazy Mike. I I hate working at places. I'm so glad I'm not in the industry anymore because working at places and someone like Crazy Mike comes up and you just don't know what to do right away. And anonymously, don't you have any friends who are like kind of like single, kind of just spinning their wheels, kind of don't have anything on the horizon and they just seem really lost and like destinationless? Is that what you're really talking about? Because yeah, um yeah i mean sure you see people that are just kind of living day to day and spending their money on the things that they spend it on uh i sure should have not been the best with my money you know especially in my 20s uh and yeah so it's easy to get lost in a situation like this where you feel like you're fucked like it's just this double-edged sword society that we live in it's just kind of like you know i could do this but it's bad and i could do this but it's good to them but still bad for me and then you're stuck in this fucking loop and everything's so exhausting all around you that you uh put 100 percent of your energy in just getting by and there is no emotional or mental capacity for you to actually go forward with any goals that you did set for yourself because the society we're living in right now could be so fucking frustrating and exhausting and draining and uh and so yeah i think that there's probably actually a large portion of the st louis city population especially that i think i've met even a good lot of people that just kind of like you wonder like what's your next step i don't know I sure as shit. That's interesting. I, I'm just winging it. I'm shooting from the hip. Like with my lifestyle right now, I've just made a big change. I'm still trying to adjust, but like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, what do you do when you don't know what the hell to do in the world that you're what looking at every day? What do you do when you don't know what to do? Yeah. 
I mean, especially with all this access we have to the media now and just this horrible fucking things happening all over the goddamn place all the time. It's just tiring to look at that. And so, then like, you try you to have... stimulate yourself with like TikTok or fucking Instagram or something. And then you go to work and then you're fucking dis- just disgustingly tired. But you that. have more. And then going... sometimes you drink about it because you're depressed. And then that fucks up the whole cycle for the next day. But you have more going on than the people I'm talking about because you're in a relationship and you're like, you know, stacking your bands up and you're trying to develop you know your um your life with another person and whatnot and like uh i'm not talking about you i'm talking about people that maybe don't have that i thought you were talking like imagine you were were definitely talking about imagine that you were single and you lived on your own maybe you had a roommate and you were still bartending and you had no idea what you were going to do next what what do we do with those people what do those people need i mean i had that for a moment i i was uh living in a shitty little shotgun style apartment in south city and i worked in maryland heights uh and i worked nights at a hospital and i just kind of like did that for a while i'd work out a few times a week i'd, oh, that's nice. I'd go to like bars on grand way more than i should because i worked evenings uh or my nights off i would just be up really fucking late because i couldn't sleep and yeah so i mean it, it's i didn't i wasn't really upset with it but i sure shit wasn't giving myself any drive towards anything else and i think that's very easy to fall into i mean look at it there's too many people is that part of the problem and you also know that you mentioned as a region you notice this is as an issue like locally that like you're talking about oh i'm sure it's all over the place but in st louis i definitely see what you're talking about but do you think there's places where it's not as common Mm, mm, i feel like probably probably like colorado i mean i know there's a lot of homeless people and that's very sad but like when it comes to like that idea that you're talking about uh i bet those people are get outside get more active they drive their subarus to the you know to red rocks and they run the steps even though it's not a show i've seen it red rocks yep they'll drive out to red rocks and they'll like do a shit ton of cardio and stuff on the giant steps and uh I watched it happen. And you know, those people, they're they're probably doing stuff and making moves. You think they're, they're moving? Not, it's the high altitude, it's that fresh air. It's probably the legal weed. You know, I and mean, let's be honest. Uh but yeah, also they just got those mountains and foothills and, and the rivers and shit, all that cool stuff. Foothills, huh? Foothills. I haven't been. Colorado? Yeah, I've been meaning to go. Oh, I've always wanted to go check out Fort Collins. I've never been. Mm-hmm. We I, have cousins they, there. We should go. We've probably talked about this before. Oh, maybe that's what the original idea was. Yeah, our cousins. that Because, yeah, they're still in Fort he Collins. Like, he oh, like, they got or, good breweries hu- there. It's a college town. It might just have good shit. You never know. Yeah, her husband works in like a wind tunnel. He does like studies or measurements for... Or maybe, at least that's the last time I checked. That could have been... I, I don't know why that made me imagine being in a... No, I thought he was part of the architectural design of making taller buildings more aerodynamic. It Doesn't he do that in a wind tunnel? Is that how they test it? They stand in... I imagine him with like goggles and a and, and a, a white, white lab coat and yeah. a clipboard, yeah. and it's blowing his, 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 his lab coat his back. Cheeks, his cheeks are pulled away from his teeth. Yeah. His hair is just kind of blasted. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this building's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that that's your job. Oh, uh, fuck. I hope it actually is. That Actually, I love the idea of thinking about his job as that, because that just gives a really good visual. We should. Yeah, we'll send him. We'll send him this. Oh, we should call out. Do you have any artists that are currently watching your uh, stream? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got um, we got Jay Dilla. We got uh, Cab Gerfson. 
Yeah, any one of them. They just want to draw up the idea of our cousin. Uh, Carson usually catches tall, these. Tall, skinny guy, curly hair. Carson could compose a little something. She could make. Oh, she's met our cousin. Yeah, she yeah. knows what he looks like. And she's also our cousin. Just him in a wind tunnel. That would be fantastic. With his cheeks blown off his teeth because he's pretending to be a building. Blowing off his teeth. Um, but yeah, no, Fort Collins seems cool, but also there's other great, uh, great places in, uh, in Colorado, but really we were talking about that, uh, that other idea where it was just kind of like the amount of people that kind of just don't have any direction in their life because they're going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's easy to get caught into a routine that then you're comfortable with and breaking out of a comfortable place is always a difficult thing to do unless you're generally dissatisfied with your current situation that that's true easier. that's a thing too that sometimes a, a, a lifestyle situation can get so bad that leaving it is actually really nice it, it can be but also can be fucking stressful i've changed jobs multiple times yeah. in the last few years and every single time i stress myself out so badly yeah it's hard and i know i'm not the only person out there functioning with adhd and anxiety and depression and yeah. shit it's hard to it's hard to make changes because yeah. you know going out of your comfort zone is a fucking bitch but sometimes it's so rewarding Wow, that's beautiful. Thanks. And <laughs> so, wow, going out of your comfort zone is a bitch. Yep. But sometimes it can be so rewarding. Yeah, we should make a bumper sticker. It's kind of a lot of words. Maybe it's like one a, of those long, skinny ones. Maybe like a motivational tapestry. That seems a lot because you got to hang it somewhere. Have we talked about that the queen died? Who fucking cares? Oh, that's hurtful. Oh my God. She was 90 fucking two years old or some shit. Thousands line up to pay their respects. There's people. There's thousands of people in line. Also, a lot of bad shit happened while that lady was the queen. Well, were her sons like fucking sexually easy. assaulting people or something? Oh, yeah, at least one of them. And then she was like getting that shit covered up. And oh, yeah. Hell yeah. She, there's that picture of her Isn't on the Charles her cousin I don't know oh her husband is yeah. her first cousin yeah that's fucking weird uh -huh. too I don't care about the bloodline fuck that mm -hmm. first cousin very first she was born like 1920 something yeah also true Jesus and like there's that picture of her on the exact same porch as Ghislaine and Mac, uh, Epstein yeah that's the meadows from the pentaveret oh no is it really yeah that's where they're all meeting up unfortunately i guess they have those eyes wide shut parties and it gets all weird oh my god i just watched that movie this week did you really it's terrible yeah it's bad it's not about anything not really what is that movie about um why it's been long enough for me that why would nicole kidman let stanley kubrick just do that to her she's naked throughout the whole first 30 minutes of that movie that's a whole thing you're a young successful actress this legendary director who made some genius material says hey what if you and your husband are just like naked in my movie and then you got to do all that maybe she was fine with it i don't know but it was just like i didn't think it enhanced the art form at all i like i think there's nudity that can be like uh artistic and can help like tell the story and create an effect in a way that you want i don't feel like that movie did any of that i will tell you what movie really was more influential to that whole influential medium. i said influential I think no, um, no, don't cut me off. He's just fucking. I didn't even say influential. I said influential. 
never mind. It's fine. I no, I want to know what movie did that better because I just so, it's so crazy you would say that because I just watched that movie this week and I thought it was terrible. I, I was gonna say I was gonna say a movie that's horrible and doesn't make any sense as a joke, but this whole became a thing because like you what? cut me off. You irritated me. I was gonna say Zombievers. Have you ever seen Zombievers? I love Zombievers. I watched that. Go. I watched that this year already. There are more people that tell you that that will tell you that they love Zombievers than there are people that will tell you that they. Uh, love eyes wide shut yeah, yeah good you got that out boom got it and there are so many things that the the movie was so sorry i'm tired it was so beautifully shot and like the cinematography was great but the dialogue was lazy and uh i don't even know how any of the stuff that i saw communicated on screen made the cut and then it was um a lot of gratuitous nudity that but but also the vibes were always eerie and weird and so it was i don't know it just wasn't fun it was i mean maybe it just wasn't supposed to be fun and it was a different time that movie's over 30 years old yeah i mean or is almost 30 years old or something <laughs> it's old yeah i mean that's a whole and so uh the queen died and eyes wide shut is not worth watching uh if you haven't watched it because you were too young to watch it when it came out like yeah me. we really got away from the topic and um what else uh um we almost need to have a third person here just oh, to keep us on time. oh this is from today from politico trump warns of problems like we've never seen if he's indicted so he's the like, fuck does that mean what's he gonna do that means he stole some documents and he thinks he's got some secret shit and he's pouting and he's throwing a fit and if he gets indicted he's acting like he's gonna gaslight somebody or he's what gonna a child. he's gonna whistleblow something do you think this is all an act like do you think he's deliberately like being this fucking dumb and childish and just ridiculous all the time or do I, you think he's actually just that nuts i do think he's actually that nuts that's wild. I think he's, I feel like what if he's being paid billions of dollars to just like act that way, like some sort. I don't of think he would distraction be, like a fucking jester on a stage while while other people do all the bad. You know shit. who's you know who's paying Donald Trump billions of dollars to act like that? Hmm. Donald Trump. Yeah, he's got it already. Fucking wild. It's insane. I don't get it. It's. Uh, I was so in denial about it that it was even possible. I was living in this just world mindset. My therapist says where I thought. Oh, of course he's not going to win an election because we live in a world that makes sense. And uh, But that was after they had shot Harambe. And so the cool points are out the window, and I'm all twisted up in the game. That is a fucking crazy reference. <laughs> I'm just, this is my life all the time, though, because we're living in a simulation and I'm just a river of details. You know what I mean? And I just got to, I'm just a, a glob of shit. Was that a reference to that Steve Martin Queen Latifah movie? Yeah, it's on HBO Max. <laughs> What's it called? Bringing Down the Bringing House. Bringing Down the House. I actually made Danielle watch the trailer to that like a month or two ago because I just stumbled upon it. Yeah, or maybe it's on Netflix. I think it's on HBO Max. That's oh maybe it's because it's on Netflix actually that then I just showed it to her because it's so what a weird it's I fine. do love sometimes I'll sit in front of Netflix and I'll just watch the trailers that can be exhausting no but it's like I get like all the shows it's like I don't need to watch that show I got all the exciting parts already yeah but you know I got that time stress. I can't just sit there and relax because I feel like I have a limited amount of time and therefore I'm never actually relaxing. So I get mad if I'm if I'm clicking through too often or too much. Because you feel like you're not absorbing enough of your downtime? Because it's like I need to dedicate myself to one thing and one thing that I can fully enjoy in its entirety in this limited time that I have in my day. 
and time stresses me the fuck out because mm-hmm. I wake up at like 6.30 in the morning and I work till 5 p.m. and then I go to the gym for like two hours and there was always like a like a 30 to an hour like downtime period before, between those two things and then I got like two hours at home before I go to bed and still don't get enough sleep because I, I'm not enjoying all the, the limited time of the day. Wow. Yeah. Blech. But enough about me. What? What were we talking about? I don't even remember. Shit. We're about out of time. Oh, God. What time is it? It's late. It's late. It's 1040. Have we been doing this for an hour? It's, it's, we just hit an hour. Just hit an hour. Nice. Yeah. So, nice, nice, nice. Um, guys. Wait, we didn't talk about the thing in South Korea. What happened in South Korea? The fucking so- South Korean scientists or some shit. Uh, they, they, were pra- oh, they were messing with uh, the sun fusion yeah fusion energy and so they created a f- a sun an artificial sun yep. that heated up to 100 million degrees celsius which apparently is seven times uh, hotter than the actual sun in a confined like controlled space which is great that they broke a record and did that for like 20 seconds they held it at that temperature but how fucking dangerous is that? That something as pow- more powerful than the sun was just made by man on this planet that's already kind of fucked. Like, is that bad? Do you think it's going to fuck with the ozone? What if there's a breach? What if some sort of Chernobyl thing happens? I'm genuinely, like, worried about it. <laughs> Where's the story? I just, I, I googled South Korea. Well, I said it to you. In what? South say South Korean uh, fusion energy record or something. Oh, you want me to type all that in? You have your computer right in front of you. I'm looking. You at want it. me to read? Here we go. Korean official Korean artificial sun sets new world record of yeah. 20 second long operation at 100 million degrees. Just said all that. The right the superconducting Tacomic Tacomac advanced research, a superconducting fusion device, also known as the Korean artificial sun, set the new world record, blah, blah, blah. Ion temperature. That's literally what Dr. Octavius was doing in the second Spider-Man movie by Sam Raimi. Like he had the power of the sun and the thing of in the, in the palm of his hand. And then it all went South. We're going to end up with a supervillain, or the planet's going to get destroyed. Isn't it dangerous? More than it already is. Like how do we, Oh, but is it real small? Yes, it's small and confined. No, it's the size of the other sun. Yes, of course it's small. I didn't know how big it was. It's it's in a confined when space. It's very it, controlled. They're not going to make a giant mega facility. But how small is it? I'm sure it's still pretty damn big, but it, compared to the actual sun. No, I didn't ask if it was as big as the sun. No, no this no. thing fits in a room. Yes. No, it's in a controlled space. It's in like but a... what if the wall breaks? It's in like an airtight cauldron. That is terrifying. You don't put the fuck... You don't put that... That's lightning in a bottle. Almost literally. So it's in like a warehouse, lightning in a bottle, almost literally. <laughs> like, when you compare the two. National Fusion, Fusion, I can't do S's today. Any S-I situation at Trivia Tonight, I was messing up. And it's like in a... Are we, uh, are we watching you watch YouTube right now? Yeah, it's good. Here, guys, you want to watch it with me? That's the end of our show, guys. Make Thanks sure you follow God. us on Instagram. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jacob V. Find no antics. Pre-order that shirt. 
my latest solo piano set is exclusively on Patreon right now. Patreon.com slash Jacob V. Uh, recorded live at the Heavy Anchor. It sounds really lovely. I'm really proud of it. Uh, find us on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, No Antics, Blend by Stereo, Jacob V. Baby Brother, say hi. Hi, everyone. And bye, everyone. Hello. 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 Hello.